Mm. I'll notice I have good energy, mm-hmm. and then we do the clap, and it startles me in a way that <laughs> yeah. it's just like, oh, where, where was I? Like a farm animal. Yeah, I, I mean, serious. I was in a, I was in a daze. You're like, wake up, idiot! You were having a good time. Back to labor. There, there's all those funny animal things that we all think are so humorous, but it's just the animal having like an "I'm gonna die" response, right? Like that's the sheep like- <laughs> that fall asleep or whatever the goats would ever do. That you know what I'm talking about? Well, that's they just like, funny. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, Tim. <laughs> well, I think yeah, it would be like an alien coming down to us and like its jaw unhinging or making like a horrible, incomprehensible cosmic noise in our face, and then we like shit our pants, and then it goes, "Oh, yeah. look at that, dude! <laughs> look how funny! Do you oh, smell it that? Shit its pants. <clears throat> oh, it's having a breakdown. Do you, do you do you glock that or grok that? I don't know. Like an alien What's word a, you're making? Yeah, so like a sense. Uh, like a sense that they have that we can't, we oh, can't it's comprehend. Beyond, it's beyond sight. Yeah. 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 Sight beyond sight. I, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I do just, think that's, I think that's just good fun. Scaring sheep until they, well, they, they, they seize up. It's horrible. It's horrible. That's, <clears throat> that's like such a tr- uh, trope now. It's sort of like a meme now, right? Like, uh, like this is, this is a behavior. This, a, this animal is actually in great distress. Like yes. whatever you see, just like an animal acting weird. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, where they're like, oh, you're, it's like petting its head, and it's like, I love you. And you're like, actually, when an animal makes an I love you noise, it means that. <laughs> it means it I hate prepared. you. Yeah, it is about to go into a coma. Yeah. You need to stop doing that. I do love um, cats breaking the mold on, like, the noise that cats are allowed to make. I mean, I just feel like since antiquity, it's just been, like, meow, right? right? Or, like, but depending on what country you're from, sometimes it's, like, mew. Sometimes it's yeah, yeah, me too. So, but it's always it's always some kind of like variation on the same theme, right? It's just it's just the same noise understood. But I feel like ever since the dawn of the internet, we get cats that are going like, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like cats, yeah. make, cats making noise like a broken sit and spin. Like the batteries are what? dying. Like the like the what cow the says. Is it called a sit and spin? I think that's something yeah. you say to oh, people. Oh no, you're right. You're right. Uh, no, no, no. A sit, a sit <laughs> and spin is a different toy. To sit and spin when you give them the finger. No, what? I don't think that's a thing. Well, sit and spin is a different thing. A sit and spin is that little circle, um, mm-hmm. and then there's a smaller circle on top, and the kid holds onto the smaller circle and spins around on the uh, sit and spin. Sure, sure. The thing that I'm thinking of is uh, 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 not speak its spell. Jesus, what the hell is this thing called? Farm animal. Child's toy spinner. Weird. It brought me to the Wikipedia page for 9-11. <laughs> it is called yeah. <laughs> It is called Adolf Hitler. Okay, I need to use a different uh it is called a C and say. And there's uh-huh. there's someone uh there's someone in a car right now that had just got an accident because they've been screaming that for the last minute and a half. Yeah. 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 So you don't know this thing? Did C you and say, say? A Beyonce? <laughs> yes. A seance, a seance, a It's it's what they used to call the Ouija board before they they uh, got less less clever with it. I actually was listening to a very interesting other podcast. You guys should go over and listen to this other podcast. It's yeah. really good. It was about it was about Ouija boards. It was really interesting. The history of the Ouija. Podcasting is a great medium because we we all exist kind of like next to each other, and you, yeah. we could just stab a tube system into a different one and drain out their content and bring it into ours, and you guys would never know. That's how you you're, visualize you're drinking, it, huh? a tube. Yeah, yeah. Stabbed and the and fluid draining into our into wow. where into how do the you room feel? we're in into our yeah. bodies. No, I imagine the 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 podcast itself is a large vat, 
And at the bottom, there is a mall mm-hmm. that is hungry uh, and is constantly Did you say a eating. Moth? A mall, mall, like a mouth, oh, oh, like okay. a gaping mall, faceless, uh, <laughs> just just consumer. And each podcast has a different sized mouth, right? Mm-hmm. Like depending on that's the size of your audience. And right. uh, but but the mouth is always consuming. Like regardless of size, they just need they need to eat. Ow, my mic hit me in the chest. <laughs> Told me to stop this bit. <laughs> He's like, cut it out. All right. Yeah. So tell me, what's this clever, interesting thing you heard on another podcast? No, that was it. I just, it was an interesting, the history of the Ouija. It's interesting. It's all made up. <laughs> Wait, no, tell me. I wouldn't know. It's just, a, it, it's a board game. It, it, was, it was, it was made up as a like gag thing to do. So like, it's like a group lie. Talk to spirits. Well, it's like that weird thing of like, it's funny the more like that in the past, everybody was just way more, um, how would you say? Like way more casual Stupid. about. Stupid the horrifying supernatural possibilities of this realm, you know, like every, like, like just even the fact that in that Christmas song where it's like, and well, scary ghost stories on Christmas is like, what? We can tell ghost stories around Christmas time. And that's like, they just used to like casually teenagers would be like, let's try to commune with the dead. Yeah. I know, I know, I know what you mean. I I feel like pivoted. It was a full move to make, to pivot and make it like more of a, do you dare do this? Like, that was, right. like, a conscious decision from the company. I feel like you can track the, uh, like, the daringness to fuck with the supernatural in teens with how good special effects artists got at, at like, uh... <laughs> yeah, we got way better Portraying at what it might look like to be flayed alive by some kind of supernatural creature you accidentally summon. And, oh, shit yeah, went but- south quick. Yeah, it's like in all those like, and they're creepy in their own way, but it's like in any movie where there's like a horrible book that depicts the demon or what it would do to its victims or whatever. It always looks kind of stupid because it's like in that old style where like they didn't understand three dimensions yet. You know, there's no perspective. Oh, to yeah, it. yeah. It's just kind of like, <laughs> looks like. Ah, <laughs> oh, the pig. It's just like, it looks like a yeah, guy. It's just- yeah, it's just a yeah. pig that also like the, has the, the, horns. The first, <laughs> the first guy that tried to, that they got to draw animals. It was just like the king's cousin who was just like he's the best artist in the land, and nobody right, could say right. different or else they'd die. Right. Yep. And now and then I Absolutely. feel like with that, it's like you're not looking at that and going like, "Ooh, that's scary." It's scary now because we have like the we feel like we live in the future and we're looking at. There's always something unsettling about the interpretation of something oh, totally. impossible to understand. Right. Coming out in like a, in like a archaic way that that's always like a creepy idea of like these ancient peoples couldn't even fathom, you know? Yeah. But now we, now we just click on, you know, Amazon prime and I get to like see precisely what it looks like when someone gets split in half. (laughs) Oh, for sure. (laughs) I do. I, I I do love the idea. Have you ever seen the original drawing of the, uh, like the rhinoceros? Or whatever, like the first time someone saw the rhinoceros. Uh, I know what you're talking about. I feel like I've seen it. Yeah, it's, it's like just thing so that they funny. didn't realize they thought the they thought gorillas were like like a mutated human. They thought it was uh, like a sk- <laughs> like a monster man. They were like, and there well, there's this giant man. <laughs> well, what's what's so funny about that is like when you, if you think about like how that encounter must have gone, they must have looked at it for like a split second and went fuck and then left yeah, yeah. and like ran away. I mean, gorillas like, are scary, man. Absolutely. Like if you looked at a gorilla for a second, you'd be like, that's a guy. It's a really mean, big guy. And you'd run away. <laughs> yep. Just a split second. though. That's, that's a scientist. That's a man of letters in the, the Isn't that like, there's like a whole picture, or wherever the hell. There's like a whole picture series of like, 
the initial interpretations of animals and stuff, right? Like when I'm sure, like I'm sure there's a coffee European table book. Dipshit came back from Africa and was like, "There are these uh, giant cats." Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's all and I they're got. all I, wearing I I scarves. Gonna... I really the men thought... <laughs> wear the scarves. Yes, yeah. mm. and just like for years, there's like two hundred the... years of drawings of lions with like scarf manes. <laughs> Beautiful, luxurious, very sexy, very attractive. (laughs) The girl lions—you have no idea what they'll do to you. This one scientist just keeps insisting that (laughs) girl girl lions are incredibly arousing. The the first furry. Wow. I was I wasn't scared. I was turned on, so I had to leave because she was so (laughs) sexy. That lion. Yep. (laughs) What a weird. As far as like a way to cover that you were scared about something. What? No, I simply had <laughs> like, to maintain my my respectability. Yeah. No, I was just super horny, dude. That's why I, I wasn't scared of the movie. Yeah. I just was. I was too. I wanted I to, to g- have too much sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying that. <laughs> Welcome to Reasonable Beef. Return of the Riff, baby. On the top. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling sharp, sharp, sweet, and sexy. How you feeling? Fine. Good. That's <laughs> all it needed. It's been it's an off week for beef. This is gonna be a uh a, a potpourri episode, if you will. Um or if you won't a smell uh, good and taste bad. Back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well look, it it is not a requirement for potpourri to taste bad, okay? That is simple <laughs> that is simply yeah. an unfortunate side effect. Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you watch Scream. Tell me about this, this Scream franchise. Because uh, I'm, so cu- I'm so curious. The, the, the fifth one just was recently announced that it's coming out. Wes Craven, obviously a dead man, uh, is, is not involved. <laughs> I'm so, <laughs> I am so certain you, there was a better way you could have said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think he would appreciate I think he would have appreciated that. Wes Craven, a dead man. <laughs> I think Wes, uh, so so, so craven that he could not even bear to live. <laughs> that's uh, so craven. <laughs> There's oh, a monster yeah. I can't see. <laughs> <laughs> it's so mysterious to me. <laughs> wow. Go crave. <laughs> <laughs> he's such a he's such a funny like just truly especially in his later years just has such a like old man look to oh, him. Yeah. That mm-hmm. him intercut. Someone please do this. Put him in the title sequence for that. So Raven. Oh man, I, I'm sure it's. Have we? Did we even bother to Google it? Now, in fact, if you really think about it, well, how, us just saying this back and forth is probably plenty. You know, yeah. like we. I've gotten the experience <laughs> no just now. No I've further. sat back in my chair. I've rested my hands on my belly. <laughs> like ah, yes. <laughs> no further action required. But That's but anyway, so, so you, you, you you told me you want. <laughs> chomp on a cigar so you told me you watched this series and i was just like oh that's interesting because yeah. scream, scream exists in my mind of like a child a child of the 90s um as just kind of like the horror franchise of the 90s um yeah. what i didn't quite understand as a kid is that you know it's the 90s so everything has to be wink nod a little bit of irony so there's mm. a bit of a comedy element to the scream movies right yes they're very interesting and it's 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 funny not to i'm going to talk about scream but it's uh, as a comp i'm just gonna think maybe this is more of like a universal 
the example, but we just, because yesterday was Groundhog Day, and mm-hmm. we started watching Groundhog Day, didn't finish it, wanted, wanted to go to sleep. But it okay. was interesting, it's always interesting to watch a movie that was the first to do a thing that mm-hmm. has now become a little bit tired, you know? Okay. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Scream, you know, Groundhog Day, you're like, oh, he's living the same day over and over again. We've seen that a million times. And it's like, yeah, but you hadn't then. That's what this is, but we all are copying that mm-hmm. one. And with Scream, it starts, and it's very, very... I mean that that I'm even if you haven't seen the movies, I'm sure you know like the Drew Barrymore like opening scene in that movie where the guy says, "What's your favorite scary movie?" And then they have they have a whole meta conversation about like, "Nah, the only girls who die are the ones who run up the stairs." Actually, I'm giving. I think she says this line. I'm giving it the Ghostface voice. Yeah, <laughs> this is Drew Barrymore. Is like. <laughs> But she says something like, oh, the girls who die are the ones who run up the stairs instead of running for the front door. Like, it's very, like, explaining the tropes of of horror movies, slasher movies specifically. Um, Right. But then, and then still bees one, very earnestly, actually. Right. My favorite thing, actually, about the Scream movies, (laughs) I'm, like, laughing just visualizing in my head. The... This is like a thing everyone just knows about these movies that Ghostface just gets the absolute shit kicked out of him the whole movie. (laughs) Like, in every one of these movies, this fucking dude runs like a psycho, like very clumsily down every hallway and he's nearly every scene he's running into like side tables yeah he's getting bonked with like half of a door that opens in his face. It's very goofy, man. Yeah. And it's funny cuz cuz pretty much they all the first 3 have have that where it's mainly safe scary like it's still, I'm not even trying to to diffuse that it is also kind of freaky and the first one's a little gruesome and the second one is I feel like it was less so the third one wasn't wasn't super gruesome either but then the newer one the one from like 2011 the Scream 4 uh clearly was like we're going to actually also it's going to still have all that self-referential stuff about reboots and this and that, but we're going to also make it like, tr- like scarier. And it is the fourth one is scary. It operates more as like an actual, there's a right. man running around trying to kill people kind of yeah. movie horror, and the kills are kind of more upsetting in it. And horror as a genre seems to be like a, a, a very, very sensitive to convention. Um, I mean, I'm not, I, we talked about it on the show a couple times. I'm not the biggest fan of horror, but like there's definitely ebbs and flows in, I, I guess, I mean, any genre, but, but horror in particular, like a movie made in a horror movie made in 2005 and a horror movie made in 2011 are just like markedly radically yeah. different. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, the, that, that first one, it is nineties wink wink. I mean, that's the whole damn movie. And it's funny cause you're watching it now and there is that, that layer of, I'm just kind of, you know we've it, it's the pendulum has swung you know it's sw- it, it's swung sure. it's swung really far that way by that point pop culturally we were ready to deconstruct and point out all of the stupid things that tv does over and over again and movies do over and over again because that was cool to do that it was cool to point that out and it made it feel more real which i almost feel like probably the screen movies at least the first one probably operated slightly is a better scary movie than it maybe does now contextually which i don't even think is a bad thing but i'm trying to i guess i'm trying to say like maybe at the time where the sheer uh conversations that happen over and over again about the conventions of horror movies probably made it feel very much like oh these are like real people talking about horror movies and then that kind of 
makes it feel close to home. Like it's sort of like I can see the framework of like it's weird to deconstruct something that's so like iconic now, but like there is something to be said for the things that make scary certain scary movies scarier is when it pulls the veil that like situationally you could separate yourself from it. Like you could be like, well, I don't live on a farm, you know, so that's not going to happen. <laughs> you know, I'm never going to sure, be yeah, in, that, yeah. in that position. But then sometimes when they're like, no, this is just like someone in their house and they're watching a scary movie, just like you maybe are right now, next year, <laughs> like when this movie right. comes out. <laughs> um, and what if right now the doorbell rang or whatever, someone fucking burst in the window and slit your throat while you're watching exactly the thing that's happening to you now. So it's like, I can see that that was probably before now we have the radar of when they're talking about the conventions of horror movies. I'm kind of like, Oh, they really got to do this, but it's fun. I mean, I will say the movies are in undeniably the screen movies were extremely fun all the way through and very like, I guess I want to say narrative and that sounds stupid, but I mean like the, the, the sequel nature of each sequel they are extremely sequels. Like they continue with all of these characters and specifically Sydney, the main character. I don't know if you know, like in the second one, there's like, it opens at the premiere at like a screening of a movie that is based on what happened in the first scream. Right. Because in the, in the world of the movie, the story has become famous and they made a movie about it where the killer in the movie wears the ghost face mask. So now also people around Halloween wear this fucking ghost face mask, which is, it's fascinating, dude. It's a crazy, and even marketing wise, I mean, chef kiss, right? Like it is just sure. So, cause I always, well, it's funny. I never, I was always a little so, too well, afraid to watch them. What's so funny about that costume is, is that it was a Halloween costume. It was like going out to production and, and Craven and co were like, Hey, hang on. We, we, that looks just shitty enough that it fits that the bill true? and like what we're looking. Yeah, absolutely. And they use it and then it became iconic. And then like it made a hundred wow. billion gajillion dollars. I'm not quite sure. I, I'm sure I, there might be a story there on the woman that designed it. Cause I don't think that she got paid her due. I think she got paid like mm. the amount of money that the company paid her to make the costume and then got fucked over when it became a big thing. Don't quote me on that. I, I remember reading that like a number of years ago, but, um, the, yeah, but, but yeah, you could, you could probably quote me on the Halloween thing. It's funny, man, because because in the movie they also don't really explain where the killer got it, unless I unless I, I might be sounding very stupid right now, but I don't remember like that they explained like oh this was at Shannon was telling me I think that they imply that it was at just a costume at the Halloween store in the town because in the first movie uh, like people start running around the school wearing the ghost face costume. Like they're just sort of implying, Oh, this is just something you can go and pick up. And I, what I was going to say was, it's funny that like when we were younger and this, these were coming out, I sort of had this idea that they, like I knew that they were goofier. I certainly had absorbed that, that they were a little, almost a parody, but like, I think I'd still really, digested it as a kid as like this is also like a cool scary movie like teenagers like this you know what i mean and when i was watching it it was funny to realize oh this costume that i've seen people that i have been one year for halloween without having seen them when i was like eight it's just as shitty as it is in real life in the movie and i loved that (laughs) about it i was like oh i'd always always assumed that this costume like the one you get at party city i'd always assumed it's like a little shittier than the movie one, which is true. I think the movie one has like a different kind of weird texture to it. But like, I was like, Oh, it's pretty much exactly the people you see walking around on Halloween wearing this, which right. is certainly 
by design conceptually because then that's right. that's again these are part of the things that's like now we take it for granted because it's already iconic but at the time i assume those were the things that were making it like kind of creepier that like anyone could be could be wearing that thing and I wonder if like from a production standpoint, from like a higher level brand building standpoint, I wonder if that was on their mind when they bought the Halloween costume, like because it does fit the bill for what, what it fits in the narrative. But like, obviously, like you said, marketing chef's right. kiss. Like, so uh, nowadays, I feel like the inclination would be to work backwards. I'm just wondering, like, it, that was such like a great coincidence for them. And it worked out great in their favor. I'm sure they made a million bazillion dollars on, on Halloween costume sales. Mm-hmm. But it was just that, like a very fortunate coincidence. Like, I'm curious if like, you know, if that kind of thing is more manufactured in the modern day. Like to try to try to create uh, characters that are that are more iconic. Like obviously, they wanted an iconic character, and they thought that the costume was. No, cool. I know what you're saying. Yeah, because it it is, but that's what's so. Uh, but again, like I said, the, like I don't know horror. Unique. Like like genre is a totally different genre now. Like with with different different marketing goals, different like financial goals altogether. Like y- y- you watch movie horror movies that come out and yeah. the things that get produced. It's it's just totally different beast. It um, is funny. There's been a so return about to to. I would say there's almost a return to the pureness of the experience of watching something scary. Now I feel like now yeah, the word no, of I mouth and right. the hype becomes more about like truly did this movie just kind of freak you out? Like like everyone when they talk about oh you got to watch X Y Z it's because like oh it's cre- it's scary like and it isn't so much about the 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 lore or the the killer is interesting in some new way even though it obviously also kind of has to have that. It mm-hmm. is this funny thing that people, horror is it's, it's very interesting for all these reasons. It's very interesting that it's like, I think an extremely pure genre for, yeah. as far as like being someone, like as far as the experience of watching it and, and what people say is good about it is this very, like, it's all about the experience, which you don't, you don't get that so much, even with like a comedy. It's not even like people don't go like, oh, well the experience was like, it, it, was a funny experience you know they're just like right. nah some jokes work some didn't and people obviously still say that about horror movies we're like ah the scares it wasn't that scary it thought it was scarier than it was blah 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 but i feel like in terms of what you're after in it as a genre you are very much chasing the high of just like did this take Absolutely. me under its spell and freak me out and i find also that very in, cool and in the modern day it's one of the few spaces where like indies can really flourish um yeah and and just like get fucking get mate um, well even that's a funny i mean that's just an extension of they were always fucking cheap dude i mean that was kind of yeah. part of what made them yeah, like yeah. you know throw away studios didn't give a shit movies you know because it was like yeah whatever fucking it's, it's blood splatter and you're gonna shoot it on our cheapest film stock all right go ahead um this yeah this movie was 15 million dollars to to yeah, make that makes sense um what, what's funnier is that actually i think scary movie costs more to, to make the scream uh and i, and I did want to i i do think that, that it's a, a a worthy thing to talk about in relation scary to movie? the scream movies yeah scary movie because it is yeah, funny bl- that like scream blend. is scream <laughs> well they do blend they do follow like uh plot points really closely but i mean more like scream itself is already a pseudo parody and then scary right. movie is like a spoof on a, a parody and it's, you know, it's just like, yeah. like in the, it, you know, Scream, the it's meta context is, is a, what's your favorite scary movie? Uh, and in scary movie, it's like, ah, suck, suck my dick. <laughs> like that's just, <laughs> just like, it's so dumb scary. Yeah. base level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, that movie it, yeah. is, is remarkably stupid and very, very funny. And I, I actually think that the line is Kazam. 
when she when he asks her what her favorite movie is in scary movie yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah that's funny um but yeah it's funny how it, it is weird i'm very fascinated by it it's, it's stuck with me a little bit like not scary not movie? in any uh, no so the scream movies like i've oh, been yeah. i mean i watched them all very close together so it's kind of like i got like a friggin very strong injection of it all at once but i have been I found myself rethinking about it and stuff and being very, I mean, it's also like, listen, that gives me a thing that I very much like in scary movies where it's like, it it does still operate as like a thriller in the moment, in the scary sequences. You are still a little bit like nervous that something's going to jump out and scare you or someone's going to get got. I'm not necessarily horrified and uncomfortable when people do get got in those movies. It does have the fun of the thing that I think a lot of people do like about horror movies in general is when you're like, Oh no, Oh no, she got caught. <laughs> you know, it's like, Oh no. Or you just, you know, it's the ooh reaction. Like, Oh shit. Like their head got knocked into the street, you know? And it's like kind of, I don't want to say goofy, but it's just like, it's so hugely dramatic sure. that, that you yeah, are gratu- able to still separate yourself. I don't like the ones, which is, it's a whole other thing that people really do. Like, I don't like the ones that, that imitate, real human suffering so well that i'm just kind of like i don't really want to watch this person scream in agony and beg for their life and cry i'm very impressed with the performance but i don't like to really see that as soon as i got out of uh hereditary i was like dom you're gonna hate this movie you're gonna absolutely hate this movie and you did you did we've talked about it before i think we did a whole hereditary episode but i i i had i had almost the complete inverse reaction most people had where at, by the end of the movie, when it started to get a little more spooky dooky, I was like, sick. Now I can enjoy this. I can right. I can separate it enough that even when it is scary, I'm not as like, just like, why am I watching people mourn a death <laughs> and then and lose their minds? Like it wasn't yeah. <laughs> like I was like, I don't know if I necessarily would have signed up for that experience, you know, yeah. and then that's just me. That's just what I'm, you know, it's certainly a uh, uh, an experience and a to to risk a cliche it's certainly a vibe like you need to get yourself there and and really resonate with those uh those textures and tones to really feel what that you need to feel there and you know what let me to to finish the point yeah i don't hold anyone accountable for not wanting to go there because it's not a fun place to be it's not a fun place to feel those feelings and if you're looking to be entertained by film uh i'm not calling you a pussy bitch baby boy i'm just saying like i it feels fine to me that you don't want to feel bad while watching movies you know, That's no okay. one thought that I didn't think you were thinking I was a pussy bitch baby. Are you boy, sure no but, one thought that? But then you said it, <laughs> and now I kind of think that's what you think. Or you think? Are you no, sure? I, oh, I don't think no one thought that. <laughs> I think what I think what I've I'm realizing because it's it's what I deeply know about myself. I'm more scared in general. I think I just am like a more scared person in the <laughs> world, and I sure. and I find myself more very unhelpfully much more obsessively thinking about horrible things that could happen. And I just have, I mean, I have fucking anxiety and, and I know that about myself that I spend enough time just in bed thinking like, damn, what if I lost both of my hands and my legs and I went blind? <laughs> like that would be horrible. Wouldn't it? 
Imagine the moment it happened where I knew it was happening. Wouldn't I scream? And that's like, I just do that on my own. I, that happens yep. by itself. I so it's, it's sometimes when I'm watching movies, I'm like, oh, this is like a place that I involuntarily go frequently. I have like the intrusive, horrible thoughts like that enough that I don't need to watch it realized through the magic of cinema sometimes. Right. And it's not, it's not even all the time. Sometimes it rolls off my back perfectly fine and i have like even right now scream has been this weird intro where i've i'm like seeking out more like we've watched a few scary movies in between now that aren't just scream being kind of the kind of a parody and just a fun time slasher would be fun with an audience kind of movie like so it's funny how it's like i just sort of need the i need the the coaxing sometimes to get to get there which is usually what a more highfalutin premise does for me. It coaxes yes, me. Absolutely. I love And a then I can be scared premise. and even when I even when I walk away and then like I it's not like I just only need it to be safe and not stick with me or not upset me, but it's like I don't want to yeah. That's why hereditary didn't do it it, <laughs> it it went so hard so so quickly and so right. out of nowhere in its own movie that I was just like I I wasn't ready for this. Right. <laughs> also, maybe I've just been around death too many times that, like, I just don't need to hear, like, the person wailing in the house. Like, I just, it's, it's not what I, it's not why I go to the movies. Absolutely. And that's me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's triggering. You know, as you, as you get older, you know, more, more it's cards true, get added, added to your deck. And sometimes the cards can get out of alignment. And if they're out of alignment, yeah. you know, see some shit, then, uh, then you get all mussed up and you're playing 52 card pickup. Oh, no, keep going all with right, the card. Thing. <laughs> I don't know. And I was just, just kind of thinking, you know, life's like a game of Yu-Gi-Oh. Dude, who's this? <laughs> you, you got 8,000 life points. I don't think we've had the pleasure of being introduced. What? <laughs> Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> it's, it's an old... <laughs> I'm, I'm old man Kaiba, and I'm here to tell <laughs> this you... This is Kaiba, oh, I see. <laughs> I, <laughs> I see. From Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I used to own a company, now I, own a, I have a small farm and a non-profit. You know, you and your two brothers remind me of an old friend I had. The blue eyes, white dragon. <laughs> she was my girlfriend. All right. Enough with old man. <laughs> also, did I just make up? Does the blue eyes, white dragon not have three heads? No. Which Well, one? yes, he doesn't. There's a three headed blue eyes, blue eyes, ultimate uh, dragon. Has when eyes, he like, fuses oh, with me. two other ones. See, how could you not understand? You know what's very funny to me? It's not funny. It's sad. There's been multiple of, like, this sort of franchise for kids, like, come and gone. Like, since we've had the experience with Yu-Gi-Oh! And yeah. I'm waiting very soon to just be completely alienated by, like, the Bakugan generation. I already kind of feel... <laughs> I already kind of yeah. feel it with like Bionicles. Like I liked Bionicles, but I'm like, whoa! Yeah. Some people really liked Bionicles. It it it's those they. It's funny the things almost more more so. It's dis. What's the word? Uh, Disgusting. Uh, <laughs> Horrible. It's almost more unsettling when you just missed it by a hair that you have enough frame of reference to even know the name of it. But sometimes when yeah. you just hear one that's like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. What are you talking about? <laughs> Like this cartoon show or whatever that sometimes I can just deal with more easily. But when I find out that like we were just talking recently about how this whole thing has has there's been a whole cycle of Minecraft already and it missed us nearly completely. I don't know about you, but I never like played Minecraft. I mi missed 
me by a good couple years. Right. When it was really popping off and it was like everybody was screwing around in it. Sure. And then it went away and then now it's come back again in this like now new nine-year-olds are playing Minecraft. Well, here's and that's the thing. Like, it never, I'm like, why does it, that happen? <laughs> it never quite went away. Um, but it, 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 it did kind of, I guess, like, it, it's almost like a brand like Legos at this point where it's just yeah. like so it's just successful it's just doing very well like despite it being pretty bare bones as far as that that style of game goes like so i used to play it back in the day like when it when it first came out i, I bought mm-hmm. it in beta uh-huh 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 that's right folks i played it in java that's right folks um but so the, the thing about like uh you want me to clap i don't know what you mean from <laughs> me right now <laughs> um the, sorry I, I just remember what i wanted to say the thing about minecraft being a whole cycle like minecraft the the content missed us as a generation, right? Mm-hmm. I, I will sometimes be clicking around on Twitter and I'll see something funny shared by someone. I'll be like, oh, that's interesting. I'll click on their account. It'll be like 4.3 million subscribers and they'll be like, I'm an ex-Minecraft YouTuber. Now I trade cryptocurrencies, ATC. Like, <laughs> like they've like already moved into the Mi- next... Yeah. <laughs> they've already moved into the next phase of being like an online grifter. Like, you know, <laughs> This is just, dude, just like, we're oh, just wow. experiencing in real time... And I will maintain that it is, it is, there is an intensity that older generations did not quite have to experience by sheer exposure to the, we are watching the current at all times. We are watching the river flow very quickly away from us because we're on the (laughs) internet. But this is every single person ever who's been 28 is, this is how they feel. (laughs) Yeah. Like whatever it's about bands or what, you know, anything. And we just happen to have this like weird front row perpetual being like told we're supposed to still know what's going on as right. opposed to i think you normally the you just age out and you get to do the like digimon what the hell is that <laughs> that's the thing where where i can't believe when adults like lose the frame of reference for what a thing could possibly be right <laughs> like when like just like what the right. fuck is like, didn't you guys have like He-Man and, and things like there's just, yes. there's well, that's so when you many, find out that so your parents direct... were not losers like you. Like yeah, they just no, didn't like that shit. Like yeah, we're going to have like, kids and we're going to be like, oh, this is exactly like the Yu-Gi-Oh model. Yeah, I can understand this, you know? Well, they just hadn't been, they hadn't, their childhood hadn't been uh, captured by, um, by copyrighted Media? characters yet. Right. We did get fucking, we got, we got yoinked, dude. Yoinked. <laughs> yoinked. Sonic, got- you owe me time. You owe me time of my life, Sonic the Hedgehog. The yeah. hell are you doing? What are you doing being all brightly colored and, and making me making me pay so much attention to you for so long? Barney the Dinosaur convinced me. You can fucking pay me, darn Barney. To step We're suing into all these a guys. giant bag that he then slung over his shoulder, whipped around in the air, and slingshotted me where I landed at the feet of Mickey Mouse, who beat the shit out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you just you're you're trying to Who track all of me, your like kicked me laterally where I fell into the arms of one Peter Parker. Yeah. <laughs> Who just gaslit me for the next 25 years. Yeah, and he was like, There's nothing better than me, and there never will be. And if you try to leave me, <laughs> you will only be disappointed. <laughs> now there's a million like, of me. Now there's a million of me and nothing matters, but you still yeah. need to be just as invested, you bastard. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Hey, listen. Did we wrap up the scream conversation? 
Uh, we need to like change so. the we need to change the description of this podcast to like twenty eight year olds reckon with being alive, <laughs> <laughs> being di- dying. No, I I think this is all ostensibly related to media, which is what the show is about. Okay. And, uh, every, we every once in a while we have one of these. You just forget that these are mostly relegated to the bonus content. They very rarely just go on the main feed. Mm. Listen. Yeah. Well, to wrap up, scream. It's fascinating. It's an interesting. It's an interesting. For all the things that try to be meta and referencing what they are while still then being what they are without embarrassment. Because I don't feel like this... You don't feel like the Scream movies are then also like not wanting to give you that same fun time where you're like... Like they're, they're commenting about how people make stupid decisions all the time in the scary movies they're watching. But while also having that reaction at the people that you're that are the characters in the movie. There's this funny part where Jamie Kennedy, the actor, Jamie Kennedy is laying on the couch and he's watching, um, Halloween where Jamie Lee Curtis is being approached by Michael Myers. And he goes, Jamie, look behind you. Oh, Jamie. And meanwhile, in the movie scream, the ghost face killers behind Jamie Kennedy, the actor in the movie. And it's very fun. I like that, that is, moment. That is very amusing. Um, I also want to talk briefly about Wes Craven because it's, he directed this, yeah, he's and cool, he's man. Also, he also directed a bunch of other movies that this is kind of yeah. sort of at least in the DNA of the parody. This right? is the original Ready Player One Spielberg. I was I was gonna make that exact <laughs> comparison. Like it's very weird <laughs> that he's the guy yeah. like driving the uh uh do you, do you remember how influential I guess like that's a lot more reverent to its source material. Yes, in, very in, in like a religious way than than this is this is still very much reckoning with the fact like hey these are all movies and we like yeah. movies right um but you know the, this is this is a guy that's at the 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 bedrock of modern horror like last house in the left yeah um hills have eyes nightmare on elm street these are the the things that built the slasher i like when genre. he there's in in scream and i think it's in the first conversation she's like uh nightmare on elm street with that Freddy Krueger guy. Yeah, like that. The first one was pretty scary, but the rest of them sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, that's cool." There's a, I, I, there's a parody. I can't remember. I think it's from a James Silent Bob movie where they're like filming a Scream movie, and they they run through and like the killer is the monkey. <laughs> like they use the monkey as like a, Whoa. as like an actor. I don't know. Like kind of, I guess parodying the way that the Scream movies ended, and the killer was always someone you didn't expect. See, this is just where, as much as we have this this movie podcast, we we like are completely not talking about New Nightmare being also like this weird thing. Like, I I knew this, but I never I never seen it. But New Nightmare is like Freddy Krueger's like it says here like he's a fictional movie villain who invades the real world <laughs> and haunts the cast and crew. I knew that about this movie, but it's funny. Right. Like, this was what two years before scream so he's yeah i mean he's clearly there's this the, door yeah there's there's the seeds um absolutely listen again just remember this to our listeners we are a general overhead uh film movie pop culture podcast <laughs> there are <laughs> we've gotten away with knowing a little bit about everything but not a lot about anything <laughs> so just strap it, in <laughs> i do know the song from the 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 third Nightmare on Elm Street movie has a terrible soundtrack, but mm. uh, it's just like all hair metal. It will your dream warriors. Don't mm. have to dream no more. Hell yeah. Maybe My favorite one's the Lost Boys gone. one. What's the What's the Lost Boys one? They're like, 
Shanna. I forget what it is. It's the Cry Little <laughs> Sisters song. Hell yeah. About. The fuck is it? I can't remember what no, they it's sing. It's like thou thou shall not bite or something. I don't remember. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. Uh, oh, These are the commandments fall, of the peaceful vampire. Yeah. Thou shalt not bite. Thou shalt <laughs> not munch. Thou shalt not suck. Thou shalt not lick. Cry, Listen. little sister. Lost Boys rules. Also, a rip. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, dude. Ri- <laughs> another, another dead. We're man. losing them all. We're losing them all. He's a Schumacher, legendary, yeah. legendary hero. Um, I completely forgot where I was going with that. Oh, the best, uh, the best, um, eighty, the best horror movie song is probably "Goodbye yeah. Horses" from what? Uh, Silence of the Lambs. I know that's that's kind of like a Kino film bro answer, but I do I do like that song. How's it go? Uh, Goodbye horses, I'm crying over you. It's the the song he plays when uh, uh, he is stripping and saying, "Do you do you, would you uh, fuck me? I would fuck me." You really got nervous there to say that line, didn't you? Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I, and I was like, I've cursed on the show before. I don't know why. <laughs> it felt like, like, yeah, when you're doing she, Buffalo F, Bill, would it's you, a little would more. Would you f word me? Um. Oh right, well, I remember what I wanted to touch on. Oh yeah, we'll 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 close this out. Breast Craven. <laughs> Aren't we all? Wait now. <laughs> yeah. Breasts. Good. Um, did you want to cap you that just conversation? Because I do want to talk about the smile just disintegrated <laughs> off my face. <laughs> After that, just true shame. Kanye gif. Listen, do you um, want to cap yeah, this combo? Yeah. Scream's cool. Check it cool. out. If you never have before. Uh, check it out. It's fun. And Where I really mean it? that. What's, what's the streaming? Um, it is on it? HBO Max, the first three, but then as it always goes with these fucking franchises currently, you the the most recent one you have to rent. Right. Which I did, uh, happily. Good, good, good. Um, I wanted to talk about WandaVision before we go. Because we, the, our whole last... <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Take your medicine! Uh, no. We are all... <laughs> I did want to talk about Division episode four, because this is the one that, that as an addendum to the last episode, because this is the one that kind of like ties the knot, right? Or, or is supposedly ties the knot on the, um, on the last three this ones, is, which, which were a little bit the off one the rails. That goes, this is the episode that says what we've all been waiting to hear. And that is, yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. This is the one that says, that says, um, what did you think was going on? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah I guess I'm, it really being is little, com- I'm being kind of glib about it but it's true well it's very, it is very odd and it, it, it's got me like I, I saw an article today that said like the that the showrunner was concerned about how people would interpret like the pacing of the show and and how it would be received and i completely understand her concern because like you know four episodes deep we now have more answers but it feels like i'm not sure what the driving mystery is anymore because now it's like it's her doing it. It's like okay, that was that seemed to kind of be where we're going. Now it seems yeah. to be how do, how do we get her out of there? And and I don't want this to be a thing where I'm just like every episode I'm like what's going on? What, what the hell? And then at the end I'll be like oh okay okay. But it really does just feel um, it feels like a movie that's stretched into a TV show. <laughs> to be honest, like where yeah. where the where the blinders just kind of fall at thirty minute intervals with with no real desire to to give me further need to watch beyond the fact that it, it's the new Marvel show episode four or not it main it remains that we have gotten 
a whopping zero development of Wanda, and we're we're two hours in to the experience. Right. And 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 beyond that, I I still am saying I think this is like my weird biggest problem with this, and it's like maybe stupid to complain about it because it's by design of what the fuck the show is. But I think personally, I'm just still like I don't want to spend time with the characters pretending to not be themselves. That's right. like I just what what am I getting from that then? This fourth episode, if this was the second episode, it would maybe be a different story where you're kind of like, okay, all right, that's sort of what I thought for this for the 30 minutes before this. Cool. I will now go down that. I just think I just even have like kind of and listen, man, it's it's I'm gonna say something that I it's because I recognize it in the bites that I try to take when I write. I can see the position they're in with needing to justify not even justify, but like the way that they're trying to sort of explain every element of what was weird in the previous episodes. Like I, I really didn't need the play by play of like the helicopter is in color, even in the picture that they take of the helicopter from the episode that they were watching, which right. I will say this one thing I'm just not, I just think is, a, it's just, I just don't love, I don't love that the television show literally is being broadcast right like they can see it i think that's very weird because it's just i don't know that to me i I like for all the silly shit that happens in the marvel cinematic universe that to me is like what (laughs) because because then it also become my big thing that i that at the end of that episode i was like so is, is wanda like a really funny comedy writer? Does she write sitcoms? Cause like <laughs> she doing the, yeah, exactly. Like she's writing bits, like cause putting if all in. The, Cause if we weren't, it wasn't just so much that like, Oh, we're watching this in the, through the lens of, of these different era sitcoms. And that's just the perception warp that we're experiencing. What's really happening underneath it. But no, it literally was happening. Like literally yeah. all those lines and all those jokes were happening and being broadcast to the people in the tents outside. I, I'm kind of just like, what? What? Why? Why did that? What? <laughs> it, it, feel, <laughs> it feels a midichlorian answer. I'm just like, oh, I don't think I needed you to tell me that. <laughs> and I feel like it, it feels that way because I feel like we're in a lot of closed circuits in that sh- in this show. Like, you know, a question arises and then we have the answer to that question. And, and, and I think it's just kind of what I was saying earlier where I don't think I have enough questions yet um, where... I'm curious to or what's going to go down or, or I can just shut my brain off and, and follow it down. Like people have said things like, okay, well, we don't know who, you know, um, Catherine Hahn, is that her, is that the character, the actress's yeah. name? Yeah. Uh, her, her husband is like, well, we don't know who the identity of her husband, uh, which Marvel character could this be? It's like, that is not what's good about a TV show. Or, or like any kind of piece of media is like trying to to sustain, and I, I, I will fully see that that is something very fun to do as a Marvel yeah, as fan, like a fan, and of that's a yeah, yeah, and that's yeah. something that like Marvel fans do love to do, and I, and I like, I, I like, like to do it, involved yeah. in it, and yeah, absolutely, but it's not, but that's not the driving that can't be the driving force. The driving force needs to be something that I like. I should be able to watch this show with my mother, and she wants to know what happens to Vision in the next episode. Like I. I, I, look, I'm not saying the show has to have extreme broad appeal, but it it feels very. Um, I don't even think it's a it problem feels of broadness. Very, man. but no, no, no. I don't think it's very a problem of broadness. But I do feel like it's very much coasting on the goodwill that you come in with as a fan of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The, yeah, I mean, listen, even dude, in, in a way that I think in, that even Mando wasn't. When you think of the question, when you're saying like, "What's I don't know what my question is." There's one question. There's been one question 
from the first frame of the first episode from the first trailer that was released. And that question is simply, oh, what's happening? Like, what is going on? Why is it a TV show? Like, What's happening? Truly, you're just sort of like, I know, we know Vision died. We know, like, so your whole question is summed up in, oh, what's happening here? And we sort of immediately knew. We, of course, we we knew it wasn't. I would say from the trailers where it was giving me sort of the blow through of all the different pastiches they were going to do and stuff, I was more interested in trying to figure out what it was going to be because I wasn't having to literally watch episodes of television that were like sitcoms. You know, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Is it in her head? Is it happening while she's destroying the, the soul stone? And this is her like her last kind of thing with vision that she gets to have. And that kind of was like, no, because it is. And like, it, I don't know, I guess all I'm getting at is like character wise, plot wise and premise wise, there has been one thing happening and that is simply Wanda is creating a television show around herself. And that's, yeah. that's, that's everything that is literally, there's no other element of it. Cause we so know, the, I mean, we know the why we know like, or, you know, we know like emotionally why that would be. So, so just, can we just talk about it? Cause if in the first episode it all crumbled and vision said to her, Wanda, I'm not really here and you're hurting these people. And she said, I'm hurting. And then fucking snapped it all back. We'd be kind of like, Oh fuck. So she knows she's doing something bad here. Sure. Okay. Let's, you know, and if, if it became more about him trying to pull out of it and it was more, cause right now there's just no, it's literally we, the, the, the force that should have been quote unquote antagonistic in it so far, which is these outside people, the, the sword people, it, they are not, they are being us watching the television show. Which is right. like, I didn't need another layer of that happening. I'm already doing well, it, so they, trying to I think. Guess they, uh, like the whiteboard that says, is Vision alive? Like, I'm already doing that. I don't need to, I don't know. Right. Do I sound <laughs> like... No, no, I, I, I do know what you're saying, but like, I, I want to talk about like, so more more pointedly to, to the fourth episode, we see more of um, uh, Monica Rambo, I guess. Um, and this was this was something that that I was just kind of losing my mind on because I've always pronounced the, the character as Rambo, like mm-hmm. you know, two distinct Rambo, two distinct um, what are they syllables? I suppose they say it Rambo in this, like Stallone's Rambo, and I don't know why it drives me insane yeah. because not all <laughs> the time because some people don't call her Rambo, some people put the put the the space between there, and I feel like an insane person. Um, because I, because I think I am. And here's where, here's the other thing. Um, so here we're introduced to her more, uh, more personally. Right. And we understand that like she's blinked in, there was some kind of weird thing with her because she, her, her blink is like off time. Right. Cause she's only three years. Cause she, she says that your mother died in surgery like three years ago or whatever. No, no. It's that it's the idea that she disappeared for the full five years and then her mom was okay for two years and then wasn't. I guess, I guess I didn't interpret that because the the nurse is going like, Oh my God, where, where have well, you everybody. been? It's like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it seems to, it, she seemed to be everybody a little bit was more snapping. Everybody was coming back in that scene. Wasn't Were sure. they? I, yeah, I thought yeah. that she, sna- I thought that she snapped in and then it was like hospital, like chaos, like just a chaotic hospital. No, Maybe no. I completely idea, misinterpreted yeah, that scene. The idea wow. was that all these people who got snapped out of a hospital who needed to be in the hospital suddenly showed up and there wasn't enough room, which is cool. That's a very cool, oh, like, again, let me, so let me, stupid. not like to, 
I'm, you know, I'm obviously I've been, I've been kind of critical of it so far, but like that, that stuff is cool. Conceptually. I like that. That was cool. I was like, Oh cool. We're going to like deal with the unsnapping, you know? And then right. I, I don't know. I don't know. That was cool. I was on board in that first scene. I was on board with f- continuing into what is sword. And I, I don't know. I uh, like, but then as soon as we got back to like, she's there. Okay. We're going to get some answers. And it was like nothing quite that we didn't already know. I don't yeah. know. Man. I, yeah. I, I, know I also what you mean, I uh, look, I'm, I'm curious. Tim, I didn't to know see... she was the little girl from Captain Marvel. Oh yeah. I didn't know that yeah. until, until a couple days ago. So I'd like seen the episode for like a week at that point. And I was like, it's not really, it's not really oh. important though. Right. It isn't, but that's th- part of that. This is part of that MCU issue where that was enough to, probably excite people in a very big way sure and and i it completely missed me and i love i fucking love these movies and it missed me 100 percent. i find that weird um yeah i mean i i think that they kind of she walked past she walks past a picture of her mother right in the very beginning of the episode and i might have just i might have missed the picture yeah it's it's okay but that's what i mean like i think that that's something that's fun about the mcu where that is just like a totally side piece of information like not really important that she is her i mean maybe it will be down the line uh and related to captain marvel in some way but um you didn't have to know that but knowing that makes it a little bit more exciting but my fear is that that you're right like that being alone is why we're supposed to be excited to meet this character who's essentially just like like a a like an agent like an fbi agent right like just some right. person from some agency and it's like i don't really know if i care about give a shit about this person yet or, or have any investment in them at all as a, as a character uh yeah but but i guess we'll see i mean it's a tv show but i think what's so curious about these things and this a little bit more so than mando is that once this is over it will just kind of feel like a mini series like very long movie but right. um it's just interesting. It's just a strange new way to do TV and you would expect, I mean, and I think I said this in the episode, you would expect this to be a, like everything dropped at once, binge the whole thing kind of thing with that sort of pacing, but that's not, not the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I also kind of feel that way about both seasons of Mando together. Sort of like that was one, you know, Sammy was saying that, right? And I think that was very smart. <laughs> smart. Yeah, but, but we got a lot like of, but each, but each Mando is a self Right, but each is a self-contained story in and of itself. Like you know, you you can you can argue the the um, the thickness of each of those stories, like the 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 depth or you know value to each of those stories. But there are like yeah, closed stories in each of those things. You could just put on one episode of Mando and get a complete story. Yeah. Um, whereas you know this, you put on one episode of this and you've watched a pastiche of an old sitcom. And I can't get over that. Like I really think that that's, that's something about that has got me like. Uh, caught, caught my, uh, what's the mall? No, I'm with you. Crawl. Well, back to the mall. Back to the mall we are. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stuck in well, my crawl. Listen, I always feel so dirty when we're done talking about it because I, I wish I was, I wish I liked it a little more. I wish I was more enthusiastic and it bums me out. It's nine episodes. I think you said it was eight episodes. I believe it is nine. So we have a little bit more leeway for things to kind of take off and, and go, go stranger places. Well, I just so keep being wrong I, I about all sorts of facts. About I think, <laughs> well, I was totally like, wrong. Fuck. I was wrong. No, no, no. I was wrong last episode. It, this was supposed to be like the third one in. Uh, hey. Ca- Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be first. So you you hey. are vindicated. You are selfish. You are wrong. 
You are right. I am right. I swear <laughs> I'm right. Swear I have a massive dong and I am flawed. <laughs> you know what's great? I love listening to that song and just going, Spider-Man. Yeah. Yes. This I mean, is it a is a Spider-Man song. It's the Spider-Man song. It is accompanied by the credits rolling and there are cool <laughs> webs next to the names. Um, yeah. So I, it, on that, on that note, I don't think we're going to touch on uh, WandaVision again until it's wrapped up. We'll probably do a, uh, uh, maybe, a yeah, nice maybe package. before the final episode or something, but I have a feeling I'm still completely prepared that it will ramp up for, for this, for exactly the reason you're saying that it's going to have, it's going to have an ending and we're going to move on, you know? And mm-hmm. so I'm very prepared that it will get interesting and it'll be an MCU thing that I want to, you know, be interested. I, I'm, I'm sounding this in a very strange way. I guess I'm trying to say I'm totally leaving room that it's going to, delight me by the end of it you know i I am fully ready for that and then for it to not really matter that the four weeks five weeks leading up i was kind of uh left wanting right they say that somebody asked her if there's going to be a a character reveal akin to luke skywalker i I forget her i say very broadly i don't know the name of the showrunner she said yes so who do you think that it is going to be i don't know bigger luke oh my god (laughs) the same same animation of luke skywalker but with the animation the the model is slightly larger yeah but you without the han how would we know (laughs) i guess that's true it could be any luke no no han no luke it's it's like an id card (laughs) for those of you don't know google bigger luke theory (laughs) (laughs) i think han is Um, it was our was our own addendum hey listen uh i don't know wait i thought we were leaving no, we're done. You don't know. You don't mind what? Who it's who that will be? Yeah, I think it's going to be Doctor Strange. And if no, it's not cool. Doctor Strange, it's going to be um, I don't know. Let's go with the Hulk. <laughs> cool. I like the Hulk. He should show up more. I agree. He should hang out more. He's expensive though, Tim. Yeah, he's extremely expensive. Especially now that they've just said like he is that way always. Yeah. <laughs> like uh oh. Can't even just do the thing where he's the guy and we make him a little green when he gets a little in there. He's like, ah, wait, I got to calm down. <laughs> Can't do that anymore. Oh, shit. Wait, hang on. We don't have the budget for this. <sighs> okay. All right, cool. Anyway. Good. Goodbye. Excellent. Listen, wait. We have to play a game, don't we? Nah, we're done. Okay, fine. About what? We do one lim- one poem. One uh, one poem. Just one. We're not going to try again. And what's it about? Um, it is about... It's about me and you... In a horror film. Okay. A- akin to Scream. Okay. <clears throat> Thunder cracked. The shutters fluttered. And on the table, the bread was buttered. <laughs> I wrapped my loaf in its plastic bag. <laughs> and I said, ah, damn, my game has a lag. But I put down my game and I put down my bread. And I put down my hands, and I and I hung my sad head. Uh, Go on. <laughs> for, <laughs> but when I looked down, and I was not looking, <laughs> looking. Um, my my friend, what? When I was not looking, uh, 
uh, the the food on the stove was by itself cooking. <laughs> <laughs> nice save. Okay. The spatula floated. The pan spun around. And I rang the bell and I called all the town. <laughs> look, look, I cried. My shit's cooking itself. <laughs> um, and then one screw came out of the shelf. The shelf fell down and the knives slid off. Uh, and hit me in the chest. I started to cough. They then began to spin and kill everyone else. What a weird day in Whoville. And God bless myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever, fine. Let's go. That's, That's fine. What? That's I, dude, That's I, don't... <laughs> I thought it was good. Listen. <laughs> the idea of a who oh. running outside. Oh, come look at this. My shit is cooking itself. <laughs> Fucking crazy. Holy. <laughs> All right. Hey, if you like what you heard here, please go to com slash reasonable beef. Um, give what you can. Any money, money gives you access to bonus beef, which is our uh, bonus episodes. They come out about once a month. So check it out. It's very nice. It's uh, it's uh, so smooth. And also go to the Discord, www.twitter.com slash reasonable beef. And there's a link right there to join the Discord. We just cut down a bunch of channels. There's only three channels now. The great culling has arrived. So uh, go in there and, and uh, find your slot. Go conversate. Dom, do you have anything? Finished the uh, first draft Zen of plug. my uh, feature version of the end. Oh, cool. Yeah. The first draft. Yeah. So there's, I mean, lots, a lot of to do about it. <laughs> a lot of to do about it. Okay. Okay. I'm a Dama Farah. Is, is there a lot of to do about it? That's good news. What? So if, if, so there's a, if there's a lot of to do about something, that means that it's very, uh, very popular. Now you're thinking and of spoken a about. No, to do. <laughs> much, much to, to do, do about, about nothing. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. All right. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us. Have a good evening. Yeah.